We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Here we go. What's going on, man? It's post-game. This is the post-game live. If you are here watching tonight, you are the biggest Knicks fan, and you are the real MVP to be watching with me. No CP tonight. He's still lounging in California, rocking with your boy Jay Ellis on a post-game live show. Knicks lose to the Bucks, 123-102. to It's a game that I kind of expected to lose from the jump. The Bucks. Are the best first quarter team in the NBA. The best first quarter team in the NBA. They proved it tonight. Giving you 37 points in the first quarter. Looked like they were trying to knock out the Knicks in the first punch. Give the Knicks a little bit of credit. They fought back a little bit. Matched up the Bucks in the second quarter. Both of those guys scored 31 apiece in the second quarter. Knicks were only down 14 at the half. But the Bucks, you know, the Bucks. The Bucks are the Bucks. They barrage us. They barrage us with threes. Uh, they hit six straight threes to start the game. Brooke Lopez himself in the first half of the game had 12 points and five blocks. And Giannis had nine assists by halftime. Just picking us apart from three, man. The Knicks still had problems guarding three. They did. They did. There was a couple of times where um, I saw Randall Jagunak on defense. And it seemed like the spirit was coming, was going down a little bit. But give Mike Miller a little bit of credit. He blew that whistle today, man. He blew that whistle. He called multiple timeouts when the game seemed like it was getting out of hand. We just really don't have the horses. We don't have the horses to keep up with this team. But we, we fought a little bit in the second quarter. We matched them up. Only came down to, uh, we only down by 14 at the half. The third quarter was the difference. Listen, uh, we don't have the, it's like we don't have the talent, man. The Bucks took care of the ball pretty well. Third quarter, seven turnovers. We we're not able to capitalize on those turnovers. Matter of fact, we 
We just couldn't get it together. Taj Gibson had an awful night. Alfred Payton set him up for a nice easy deuce. Taj Gibson's a little bit undersized. Blew the open dunk. Could have been a foul. Either way, I feel like the lack of height at that center position at that point hurt us. Um, RJ, who actually had a pretty good game all around, was hitting the open threes in the second half. Got those same shots. I mean, was hitting the open threes in the first half, excuse me. Got those same shots. Got the same shots in the second half and could not connect. The Knicks just didn't have it, man. The Knicks didn't have it. And on top of that, Giannis, he started hitting threes. He's starting to hit pull-up J's. Giannis is becoming a beast, dog. Knicks lose to the Bucks 123-102. Bucks are the best first quarter team in the NBA. They proved it tonight. Gave us 37 points in the first quarter. Hit six straight threes on the night. If you are looking for any type of good feeling, if you are looking for something that's happened right for the Knicks tonight, it would have to be one, a step up from RJ Barrett to give you 17 points, five rebounds, and three assists. <clears throat> Showed out in the first half. Also, Alfred Payton was injected into the starting lineup over Frank Lakina. Frank has been struggling as of late. Only shooting 38%. Averaging six points a game. Only three assists. He's had a hard start when he was with Dallas. It seems like he lost a little bit of aggression. Lost a little bit of fire. So, he has been demoted and it seems like the, the, there's a transition happening in the rotation from Frank getting less minutes, Alfred Payton starting, and DSJ creeping up with the minutes distribution because, as Mike Litter stated before, he is a fan of paint touches, and Alfred Payton and DSJ do go into the paint regularly, so Frank will have to work on that to work himself back into the rotation. But also, to get back on what is good, if you're looking for something good that happened, it has to be also the play of Kevin Knox, man. Even yesterday, even yesterday during that blowout versus Miami, I liked, I kind of liked what Knox was doing. He didn't score a whole bunch of points. But, you know, defensively, it seems like he's waking up a little bit. He's starting to get a few blocks a game. Today, today Kevin Knox finishes with 19 points, 4 rebounds, and gives you 3 blocks. Shooting 58% from the field, and 66% from 3, 4 from 6. Great job by Kevin Knox. If there is a bright spot, it is Kevin Knox and RJ Barrett. Guys who should be here long term are stepping up or showing some promise and showing that you know what they can't contribute. Knox, he's giving us two really good nights of going to the whole strong. I I suspect that um he should be getting a lot more foul calls because he I don't think he gets the respect and neither does RJ when he goes to the hole. 
I expect to see Kevin Knox and RJ um get more foul calls in the future, and hopefully we'll see this trend continue. And if you're also looking for uh, another positive, it is Elford Payton's with 10 assists. Um, you can say Julius Randle, the combination of Elford Payton and Julius Randle. It's, it's undeniable that they do have chemistry. Julius Randle, 20 points, 8 rebounds. Today, shot 52% from the field. He had his running mate, Elford, kind of hit hooked him up with a few nice little easy baskets on the cut. They respect Elford's um, game, his ability to hit some, hit some shots inside below the foul line. And I think it kind of helps Julius Randle as the role man. And shout out to the Sirens, man. Sirens, Sirens have not been here in a while. Sirens are a part of the show. <laughs> They're part of this show. So shout out to the Brooklyn Sirens. We love you. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm hoping if you have headphones, plug that joint in, man. It seems like there's some sound issues. Half people can hear me, half people can't. But we got to rock with the show. I'm going to head to the phone lines right now to get y'all thoughts in the game. What up, Knicks family? Yo, shout out to everybody watching right now. You are the real MVP. If you are watching the Knicks and this show on a Saturday night, you can be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with your boy, Jay Ellis. Shout out to you guys, Jack Peters, Adrian Morales, Alex Collins, TM, all you guys on, on Knicks Fan TV. And also shout out to my guys, John Talento, Marshall Smith, KR, CC Childs, everybody rocking on the KOT show. Ace Bezel has, yo, it's been a while. Ace Bezel, what's good, you bro? Folky, what's good to you as well? We're going to head to the phones real quick. First, we have Los Maine from North Carolina. He wants to talk about the draft. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Uh, the Knicks are losing right now. But we do have a better schedule coming up soon. We will be playing the Wizards on Monday. We play the Wizards twice next week. So hopefully it'll be a day for us, man. What's going on, Los man? What's going on, Jay Ellis? What's going on, man? I'm good, man. We, we AKA 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 Max Kellerman. <laughs> Max Kellerman? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Max Kellerman. When it comes to Kaepernick, I'm Max Kellerman. How about hey. that? When it comes to Cap, I'm Max, because Max Max defends Cap more than Stephen A does, but we we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Alright, all right. All right, man. Uh, man, the, the, the game was terrible tonight, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't even finished watching the game. I, I turned the game in the third quarter. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but um, you know, uh, what did you think about uh R.J. Bear? Like, what, what, what did you see R.J. Bear uh becoming? Well, it all depends. Like, it all really depends on his jump shot, man. Like, R.J. Barrett has a, the the uh, he's a guy who has the reputation of being a hard worker, and he's already fearless. So you figure if he puts in the work, you hoping he can be like you know, borderline all star. That's what you're hoping. If there's somebody who has a chance to be special on his team that is young that we drafted, it is R.J. Barrett. But it first starts with the jump shot. Um, he he does have a pretty good ball IQ. His defense is better than I thought. And he can go to the hole, but he has to first, A, learn how to finish, and B, get a better jump shot. But that's all going to be up to him. All right, all right. I got, I got two more questions. 
Okay. I I, I made some comments in the uh in the uh chat, and I said the Knicks, you know, they still had a a chance to make the playoffs. Nah. Do you think the the Knicks still got a chance to make the playoffs? Nah, man. I don't think it's very likely. Like, listen, I know Mike Miller's here right now, and he he's has a little better pulse on his team. But at the end of the day, there's still a talent gap between the Knicks and the rest of the squad. And it's like a little bit too late to, to me to make that push. We're too deep of a hole. So I don't see, I don't see us making the playoffs. I do see us being more competitive than we have been in the past and maybe beating more of these lesser teams, like, cause we haven't been before, but I don't think we're going to be doing enough to make the playoffs. I feel like we're going to make a better run. And then eventually we're gonna have to flip these veterans and get some, and get some pieces in here, man. Get some features for the future, some picks, first round or second round. And and what do you see? Where do you see the Knicks finishing this year? And who do you think they should uh, pick up in the draft? Where do I see the Knicks finishing this year? Um. I don't know. My my hope is that we finish still better than last season. It'll be a miracle, but I'm hoping for 25, man. I'm hoping for 25. I'm hoping for 25 and 26 still. That's still a huge turnaround considering the big hole we, we've um, dug ourselves, but I'm hoping for 25 wins. I have not had the best look at the rookies so far, but I do like what I've seen in Anthony Edwards. Um he seems like a, a scorer, a guy that we need who can get buckets. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm high on him as of now. But that's only based off of highlights and, and things of that nature. I, I haven't really done the deep dive, deep dive. But for now, I'm going to say Anthony Edwards. Oh, okay, okay, like, like would, would, you, would you draft the best available or need? And, and what do you think is the biggest need for the Knicks right now? Best available, for sure. Best available, for sure. Uh, biggest need, though, is a point guard. Like the biggest need is a point guard of the future for sure, um, and it's between a point guard and a scorer, yo. Because we don't have anybody who can we can really rely on to get us points night after night, especially somebody who can shoot from beyond the arc. Considering that we're you know we're struggling from three, even tonight we've been struggling from three. So I think it has to be a guard, a guard, a playmaker who can shoot threes. I'll say that. Okay, that's all I had to say. Shout out to CP. Shout out to Jay Ellis. All right. Y'all go check out the Nick of Time show, and I'll holler at you. All right, yo. Thanks for the plug, bro. All right, appreciate you. All right. All right. All right. That was Lowe's from North Carolina. I hear that accent of the twin, yo. My, my folks are from the NC. Actually, South Carolina. But shout out to you guys. All right, next caller. Surf the Barber from Atlanta. He wants to talk about making some trades. Trade talk, trade deadline is in February. Trade season has started December 15th. We're going to miss the trade season. What's going on, man? Surf the barber. First of all, what's up, JLs? What's going on? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Appreciate your work, man. I'm a big fan of the show, man. Yo, thanks, man. Thanks a lot, man. All can consider I'm doing all right. I'm holding down for CP. I need CP to get here, though. I need CP to get here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Nah, but uh, I'm going to keep this quick, man. I feel like some of these guys on the team, man, 
you know, like um, they they say they dogs, but they 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 don't play like it, man. It's like we we let people just come in the garden and just disrespect us, drop forty on us. It's just it's just crazy. And um, you know, a few trades I had in mind is like uh, we definitely need to trade Bobby Portis, uh, ESJ, and Trier. Try to get uh, some of those guys over there in New Orleans, like Jackson Hayes. And um, I don't know if you heard about they trying to uh, trade Lonzo Ball, but, you know, I would bring them two guys over to the um, to Madison Square Garden to see what they could do. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Or Nikhil Alexander. Because when he played in the Garden, man, he just straight scored buckets on us. Okay, all right. All right, cool. I mean, I will say this about the Lonzo Ball thing, man. I- like, if we have to pick a direction, you know what I'm saying? We can't just keep bringing multiple guards here who need work and, and, and try to fix one. You can't try, keep fixing it. Now, if DSJ wants to leave, that's one thing. But um, we just can't keep bringing projects in here. I would try to see. I would Before I even make a trade like that for any type of guards in general, I would see what happens in the draft. Not You know what I mean? Okay, and that's just across the board for me. Yeah, I will see what's happening in the draft because maybe we don't get Anthony Edwards, but we know we get a Lamelo or or whatever. Then you so, so you a position again, like we were so, the last few years of dividing minutes between three or four point guards. Like I, I don't want to do that. Of course, of course. So you would choose uh, Cole Anthony over Anthony Edwards, or Anthony Edwards over Cole Anthony? Ah, man. Like I said, I'm prefacing, I'm prefacing this by saying I have not gotten to the super deep dive of all these young guys yet, but I like Anthony Edwards just by the eye test. Straight about eye test, I like Anthony Back. Edwards. Back. But I, I'm, I will. All right, well, I appreciate it, Dale, man. All right, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, you. man. Have a good one. All right, you too, yo. All right, that was Surf the Barber. Yo, salute to everybody watching, man. If you are a Knicks fan, a diehard Knicks fan like I am, this is the place for you. This is a place for the fans, by the fans. And I am one of the biggest fans there is. If you like the show, please hit that thumbs up button to show support. And please subscribe to both channels, the Nick of Time Show and Knicks Fan TV. My boy CP, he is away. He is in California living it up. So your boy Jalis is here holding it down for you guys. Um, James Wiseman. James Wiseman is another guy, man. Like, shout out to James Wiseman, man. Like, I feel like the end, college has done him dirty. He's taking matters to his own hands and say, screw that. I'm just going to train and enter the NBA on my own terms instead of serving his bull suspension. So shout out to him, man. College ball needs to wake up and, and, and advance with the times. No more taking advantage of these players, man. So shout out to Wise Man. Good pick. He's gonna be a he's gonna be a beast in this league. I know it. Next caller. Q from Brooklyn wants to talk about DSJ. I'm patching you in Q. Let me know what you think. Callers are starting to come in late. What's going on, Q? You hear me? Yeah, what's good, Jay? Yeah, what's going on, you Q? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, um, you know, I'll tell you this, um, what has DSJ given us? Like, nothing. Nah. Um, nothing, nothing. I'm looking at, you know, I watched him the whole game, he made one play. 
Yeah. And play the whole game. You know, he's we we need production from the point guard position. Um, if I look at the players in the draft, and I look at you know, saw Lamelo and you know Edwards looks sweet. Uh, I like him a lot. He's got that dog mentality too. But I think Cole Anthony would be best. Reason why? Cole Anthony he can score. He can make guys better. And also he tries to play D. You know he he plays. Right. So that's the only reason I think we can accomplish in the draft something better because we do have to have, you know, out of the point, point guards tonight, well, we got, what, nine points or ten points? That's it? Um, that's, that's bad production. You know what? Let's check that. Let's check that right now. But, yeah, you're right. Really, out of the point guard position in general, we really didn't get a lot. Um. I do, you know what? Well, I'm, I'm gonna say, which is dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I give, I give guards. I like guards who can set people up. So I give Alfred Payton credit for getting ten assists this game. So you know, I count that to, in my mind. I count that as minimum twenty points in my mind because you figure, you know, yeah. ten assists times two is twenty. You know what I mean? Some of those might have been threes. So, that's right. So that's in my mind. I can, oh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, and Cole Anthony can do that. You know, Cole Anthony can do that on the off night. But at the same time, he can score. And, you know, he's got that, he's got that it factor where he can galvanize a team. You know, you look at him playing, he's talking to guys, he's in their face. You know, that's the type of guy the Knicks need. But we also need a, a, a 3 and D guy too. You know, if we can try to get a draft pick another in the first round, if we could get a three and D guy that can knock down that three, but also play solid D, that'd be perfect for us. Yeah, you, you know what it is for me. I feel like the league has a lot of good, you know, solid three and D guys in general. So I don't. Mm-hmm. So so I and you can get stuff like that in the second round and the lower first round too. You know what I mean? So I don't worry too okay. much about the three and D thing. Like we, but we do need somebody, a floor general, a guy who can score, get buckets, and not just be a complete liability on the defensive end. That's something that the Knicks need in general. So if we could find that in the draft, like your guy Cole Anthony that you like, like Anthony Edwards, I'd be happy for it. Man. So. Yeah, Cole Anthony, he is a point guard. Anthony Edwards is more of a scorer. Right. He's more of a two. You know, I haven't, I didn't see him like making guys better. I seen him getting hit. Which is cool, but at the same time, we're, we're, we're lacking that point guard, man. And, and that's, that's what we need. We gotta have that. At least the garden, you know, next year is gonna be a dismal. You know, we're not gonna do really much next year, but if we could bring in a kid like that with the pedigree and also with his game. Okay. It'll make at least next season watchable. I feel you. I feel you. I'm not, I can't even. That's it. I'm not that's even, it, bro. All right, cool. Thanks for the call, bro. Appreciate it. All right, thanks. I, uh, that was Q. Q from Brooklyn. He was talking about the lack of scoring from the guard position. If you look at the points, Elford six points. Uh, Frank Lakina four points. I don't even call. It, I don't even. I won't even say four points. I'll say two because the other two came in garbage time. Really, really. Dennis Smith Jr. also two points. But um, and, and five rebounds. Ah, five rebounds not bad for Dennis Smith Jr. And one assist. Like, here's the conundrum, man. Like, we we really didn't get any point guard production from either Dennis Smith Jr. 
or Franklin Aquina. Um, it has been said that Mike Miller is prioritizing paint touches. So he wants guards who can touch the paint and Dennis Smith Jr. can do that. The problem with Dennis Smith Jr. sometimes is he'll touch the paint and he'll just jump in the air with no real plan and he'll get, he'll, he'll get some turnovers like that. Or he'll just get a missed shot because he doesn't really know where to go or what he's doing. He's purely improv sometimes and is not really just seeing the play before it develops. But um, hopefully that changes. Going to the next caller right now. This is Vinny from the Bronx. He wants to talk about the market for Randall. Shout out to Vinny. I'm plugging you in right now. What Yo. Yo. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's, what's going Yo, on? Yo, what's going on? Yeah, so... I'm, hey, hey, it's just, just another day and it's another day in Nick Town. I mean, I'm just so, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm just curious to, 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 to go, um, to go to Randall. I mean, like, cause, cause you wanna, if, if we're in the, if we're in the mindset of, you know, of finding pieces and things like that, I, I understand Randall's 30 million, is 30 million a year, but, um, I, I mean, like, what are, what are some viable options or like viable teams that that if if um if you know that if they're in the market for Randall like like who who could we who could we possibly move him move him to and and is willing to at least bite bite off at least twenty million dollars from that salary um as, as, as far as just as far as that 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 goes even though I know it may not more likely than not he he may not be on the the market but but you know you got we got we have to explore some things and. And kind of going, kind of going back to the point guard thing. Um, we, we do need, we kind of, we do really need more so, uh, not, like more so of a floor, a floor general type of guy. Somebody who, somebody who, who, a, a point guard who has the reputation of creating shots or, cre- or creating, yeah, more or less creating shots when he, when he gets in the paint or more, or when he gets to the basket. Right. Um, like, because, I mean, Payton does it, but I don't know, but he, I, at this point, I think teams, they, they're just, they already know Payton is, Payton's not a shooter, Payton's not, Payton's not that much of a threat, if Payton gives up a, if, if, if Payton gets a basket in, a, in the lane, then a point, then teams are willing to give that up. Like, teams are willing, teams are willing to let Payton kill us. That's, that's, so if he's getting 10, so at this point, for me, like, 10 points and 10 assists a night, it's cool. Like, right. like we need, we need that, especially, especially with, with like we don't have that, we don't have that solid production at point, point guard. But, but moving forward, we need somebody who, like, when we're thinking about what kind of guy we need, we need somebody who, who has like that kind of, that kind of reputation that you know we, we got, we have to respect what they do in the paint because they don't respect us in the paint yeah, at all. Yeah, I feel you. At all. Alfred Payton is a, is a, he, he's solid, man. That's what he is. He's solid. He, He's not. Right. He's not flashy. He's not. A, he's not like um. Right. But he he's a floor general. He's gonna put you in the right spots. Uh, he can create some. Right, right, right. You. He's solid. So you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Is Randall? That's, yeah, that's I mean, As as far yeah. as far as right. where to trade Randall, I don't. I'm not sure, man. Uh, I'm not sure at this point. To me, like you, I. He has a three-year. That's contract. a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's- yeah, it's like it's eighteen million a year. Um, it's eighteen million a year. I guess you would you would have to think right. it, would be, it would be a team. To me, the profile of a team like that would probably be a team who, who um, 
I would say from maybe a smaller market team who probably don't see themselves being in the hunt for free agency because, you know, free agency is coming up in a few years. Everybody wants to get Giannis and get their shot at those guys. You know what I'm saying? So uh, okay. I, I think yeah, I, I don't. Like same time as us. Same time as Knicks. Yeah, exactly, no, exactly. So I, I don't know. I can't tell you exactly what team would take Randall, uh, and I don't even think that the Knicks are going to trade him, considering his age and and yeah, yeah. No, right. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Yeah. But right. I guess like somebody like maybe Portland, but I don't know if the Portland's money. Portland probably doesn't have the money to do that. But it has to be a small market team. Right. Probably a small yeah. market team out west. Somebody said Utah. I think I've seen Timberwolves. But a small market team out west, I can see maybe. And somebody who might be kind of close to something like that. That's my my guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all I'm about, right? I was, th- I was thinking about, about, about Minnesota, too. Like, like just, just off the, just off the, all right, they, they're on that time of, like, I. Right, do we move? Do we move Cass? Do, do we give Cass some help? And they, and they look like they still want to give Cass some help. So it's like, eh, but, eh. All right. Do they still want to give who some help? Robin? Do they still want to give who some help? I'm sorry, I missed, I missed what you said. But, uh, I was saying they look like, so, so like, like Minnesota looks mixy because they look like they want to give um, Carl Anthony Cass some help. And then they look like, no. So, so like, eh. Yo, Minnesota is interesting, man. Minnesota is an interesting situation. I have no idea what they're going to do. I know they're interested in DSJ. I don't know if they want to make a big move like that by getting Randall, but that's definitely going to cost us. I, I, I want. I think he still might be worth the worth the first. I don't know if I'm being delusional because he's still kind of giving you twenty, a close to twenty ten recently. Maybe by the yeah, trade deadline, yeah, yeah. Maybe by trade deadline, his value will go up. Under Miller with. Even paired with uh, Alfred Payton, his his value will seemingly go up. But that we'll see what happens with him, man. We'll see what happens. Right, yeah, right. We'll right, we'll see. But hey, we, we just gotta keep we yeah keep chugging along. I'm just we're just not I'm, uh, we're numb we're numb to this at this point. Right, I feel you. Right. Somebody else said Memphis yeah, makes sense. Memphis uh, Grizzlies. Hmm. <laughs> right. Mm. All right. Good call, man. Uh, Good call, Vinny. Uh, Thank you for right, no problem. I uh, thank you for no, calling right, no in. Problem. Thanks for that. Thanks for calling. All right, no problem, All right. bro. Later. Later. All right, shout out to Vinny. It is trade season, man. I can't. I wonder who's gonna be the first domino, man. Because some of these guys, the minutes Kevin Knox is, sh- is showing signs. He's showing signs. I mean, hard on Kevin Knox, but he's showing signs lately. So I'm interested to see what he can do. I'm interested to see what Reggie Bullock can do, considering that we're bad at shooting. The coach has acknowledged that he's a good shooter in some of these interviews behind the scenes on uh, the Knicks website or MSG network, whatever, whatever. So I'm really curious to see what pieces are moved, um, how much time the kids will get and what Reggie Bullock can do for us. Or even if he's just going to be a trade chip later down the road. You know what I'm saying? Uh, next. Oh, you know what? Before I even go to the next call, shout out to everybody who's watching. Hit that, hit that thumbs up, man. Shout out where you're from, too. Shout out where you from. It could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with your boy, Jay Ellis. We're going to be here talking Knicks on Saturday. I don't know why you're here with us on Saturday. You should be doing something. You should be drinking. You should be out partying, but you're here talking Knicks after this Knicks Bucks shellacking. You guys are the real MVP. Y'all the real Knicks fans, so shout out to you guys for even watching this late. Shout out to Kirk Williams, man. Alex. Sherwin M, I see you. 
Uh, Craig says, you want to move some other players? Let's see. Shout out to They Call Me Tack. Always hold me down. John Talento, Louis Chat Hopping, Joe Brown. So shout out to you. Shout out to Adrian Morales. <laughs> shout out to Apple Fanboy, TM Jack Peters, everybody over there holding out a chat. Macho Man from Hackensack, New Jersey. I see you. Apple Fanboy from Buffalo, New York. I see you. <laughs> Thanks for holding it down. All right, I'm going to get to this next caller real quick, real quick, real quick. Next caller, Dan from Island wants to talk about the game tonight. What up, Jay Ellis? Yo, what's going on, Dan? Now, I called you last night about Duncan Robinson, right? Okay. And I told you that, and, and he, he blew us up with Miami, you know, again, the... the yeah, the uh, Miami's able to find a guy mm-hmm. in the in in the sec in the second. I mean, excuse me, a free agent, put him in the G League for a year, and he's a jump shooter. Now tonight, again, right, Dante DiVincenzo, all right. Now he he was a red shirt, but he played three years at Nova, right, right. He comes up, plays a year in the G League, and now he's he's just knocking down bullets. Like. My point is, it seems like every team has got two or three of these cats, and we can't get one. Yeah, and, and we're relying on Dotson. My point is, this is this is the problem. You can't, you know, you've got to be able to get guys deep in the draft once in a while, or free agents. That that's what's supposed to go on. I, you know, a lot of guys are calling here on the phone, and I have a lot of respect for all your all your fans and all your callers. But can, can we start with the Lonzo Ball? Listen. <laughs> You need if you want if you want a point guard. Listen, we can't have a team full of guys we're teaching. Yeah, you know you want. Listen, not everybody's John Morant, right? Who just come into the league yeah. at the guard spot and then rip it, right? You know he played one year at Murray State. He, he's a he's a once in a lifetime type talent. Now I want a four year kid to run the point. Kid, why do we got to teach everybody the game? You know, I mean, you know. Kevin Knox, you're watching him right now develop. He should be a junior in college right now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you took him so early. You didn't know what he was. So now you're watching a minor league ball player with, with NBA talent, of course, playing in college. You know, you, gotta, you have to wait for him. How many guys are you going to wait on? See, to me, and again, I'm not an NBA scout, right, but a guy like Cassius Winston, all you guys want to trade, you say, oh, I, we, don't need a, we don't need a late first round. Say, yeah, you do, because you can get a Cassius Winston who's a four-year guy under Izzo, to come in here next year, you okay. can probably get him yeah. in the top of the second round. You know what I mean? And if you can get a Wiseman early, you know, now all of a sudden you got two legitimate players. But we, we have this thing, we got more guys who are one and done on our team. And look at Izzy Bre- Iggy Brazakis. Did you watch your Michigan last year? Now, in your opinion, be honest with me, man. Is that guy a professional NBA player? No! He loves the college. And we traded up we traded up to get him I mean, to, to, be, to, to put him in the G League. To be fair, I've heard some, <laughs> to be to be fair, I've heard some scouts who are pretty high on him, and and also to be fair, like even the examples you gave, you know, some of these guys were stashed in the G League for two, one, two, three years, and then they came out and then they progressed. Like so, there is we have to. You're no, right, I agree with you. They're, 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 you're right. Sometimes you know we these lower these lower first. These lower first four year guys, we can draft these guys, and they probably can have a medium uh, immediate impact. But you know what? We 
you are right though. We still have to be patient enough to have a system in place to have, you know, coaches in place that can be patient with these guys and keep them around for three or four years. And, and that's the only point. Like, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I don't know what Brad Zick is going to be, but to me, you don't trade up for. for this is the Knicks. We're the worst team in the league, and he can't crack the. He can't get in. He can't get in the rotation. We traded up for him. I, listen, I'm a Michigan fan, so I watch every Wolverine game. Okay. And to me, he wasn't ready. So that's why I say, listen, I'm not saying he's not going to be a good player, but I just didn't think he was ready. And and. Again, my, my biggest thing is to all the fans, I hear you, I respect all of you, because like you said before, if you're, if you're watching the Knicks tonight on the second end of a back-to-end where they just flew yeah, a, a thousand miles from Miami to here to get beat by the best team in the league, you're a Knicks fan. But all I'm saying is, so, uh, I don't want to hear no more about, about ball. I don't want to hear that. Because they'll be complaining about him just as soon enough. You know, he's got a lot of holes in his game. And if we're going to trade somebody, again, I would trade, go get me picks and picks and picks and as many picks as we can get, and let's, because we're going to hit sooner or later. I mean, Scott Perry, I got a lot of faith in him. Sooner or later, we're going to, we're going to hit on somebody. And then, yeah. to everybody, on, uh, and also, Cole Anthony, listen, again, he, I mean, I don't know, how, you know, he was hurt for a little bit there. I, I haven't seen a lot of him. Again, um, you know, he's not a pass first point guard, man. He's not. He's, he's a, he's a, he's, and he's got a, he's got a young team around him there too, but he's a score first point guard. At least maybe he has to be a Carolina this year. But, but again, I think we need a pass first point guard. We need a guy who can get into the paint. And of course, maybe he would jump shot, but, but it, again, you know, I know that, you know, they hear the top three picks in the draft. Listen. You know, if we can get Wiseman, you take the big man. I don't give a damn if he plays four, four, only four or five college games. You take the big man if he's everything he's there to be, and you and you get your cards later. But I would just, if we have to trade catch, and we probably should, we got to accumulate picks. We are not doing, listen, DSJ should be, you know, he was a big reclamation. Remember LeBron said he was going to be better than, than Frank when we took him? We said, oh, we should take the Smith Jr.? Well, you know, we're not doing anything with him. You know, I'm not, I don't know where that is. I'm not a professional basketball scout or professional coach. My point is, we're not, we're not doing a great job of developing cats. So, you know, at least reclamation projects. So let's go out and get some young guys. Let David Blatt, let, let Scott Perry, as long as he's here, do his homework. And let's just rack up picks, man. Because I, like I said, you know, if, if you, I mean, if you're buying that hype on ball, you probably bought the sneakers too, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, listen, have a great evening, man. Thanks for having me on, all right? I'll talk to you soon. Take care. All right, man. Salute. Salute to you, Dan. Dan from Long Island, thanks for calling in. And, yo, shout out to my guy, Ken, who wrote a pretty good article about the Knicks drafts um, in general. And we need at-bats. We need at-bats. The more, the more at-bats we have, meaning the more picks we have, the more likely we are. See no strike gold at one point or another. So he is right. We do need more at bats. I am not for trading John for John Wall. To me, that doesn't make any sense. We just we just can't keep getting, you know, project point guard after project point guard after project point guard. We need to actually hit on one of these project point guards and turn them into something. You know what I mean? That's that's the next step for us. Turning one of these projects into something. And who knows what's gonna happen? It seems like he's gonna have that in ISOZO. Who knows what's going to happen within this year? Uh, we've hit on Mitchell Robinson. That seems like we've done good with him so far. But we need to keep going with that. Um, 
this regime, though, they have not been the type of regime that has been able to flip players for picks in midseason. We really didn't see that last season. So as the season goes on, hopefully you start to see some of that. And, you know, we'll get more picks in here to build because we're not going anywhere this year. All right, next caller. Yo, what's going on? I don't think I see your name up. Can you hear me? All right, I'll put you on mute. Yo, shout out to the chat, man. Shout out to the chat. I don't know what's up with the mic. This is a good mic. This is a, a snowball mic. Top of the line for this type of stuff. For some reason, it's not top-notch tonight. Doing what I can. Caller dropped. It's all right. But shout-out to everybody who is watching once again. If you are watching tonight, you are a diehard Knicks fan. Not much Knicks news going on. Only other Knicks news was uh, Frank Nilakina. And his perceived trade value. Frank Lukina, there has been rumors that some teams might be interested in Kane Lukina. Um, the Knicks, though, don't seem like they are very interested in trading him at this point. But some people do believe that Frank Lukina will not get you a first round pick. But then there are other GMs who feel like you can probably get a low first round pick for Frank Lakina because you know what? He can give you something on defensive end and they rather some, they rather get somebody where they know they have a skill in the bag than just a complete unknown. Frank Lakina has kind of been a, a topic today because he was sent to the bench in place from Alfred Payton. Who has worked a little bit better with the second with the first unit? What do you guys think in general, though? Would you, at this point, trade Frank Nilakina? He has shown some progress this season. Improved handle. Shooting percentages are up, but at this point, he's still not a lead guard. So would you trade Frank Nilakina? Yes or no? Let me know in the chat. Alright. No more calls in the queue. If there are no more calls in the queue, it is a Saturday night. I thank you guys for watching me. Shout out to everybody watching right now on Knicks Fan TV and the Nick of Time Show. Shout out to to Jean Sherelle, shout out to Apple Fanboy, shout out to Nell182, shout out to Shen, shout out to Knicks Fan TV Dave. Uh, hold on a second. Shout out to Sean, shout out to TM. Shout out to everybody watching. Also, shout out to Alex Collins, Delano Steele. Craig Williams, they call me Tack, Sherwin M, 
and everybody else watching here. And shout out to my guy CP, man, also chilling in California. Seems like we have another caller in. I'm going to patch you in. Yo, yo. Yeah, what's going on, man? Yo, what's going on, Jay? I'm listening to Lalo, calling out of North Carolina, man. What's going on? Yo, what up, bro? I'm doing all right, man. All things maintained. Um, all things considered. I'm, I'm trying to hold on, man. I'm, I'm trying to hold on. It's just um, the direction. I, I, I don't know the direction anymore. It, it made a lot of sense last season. When we was getting physical, the things that were said, you know, it sounded good on paper, um, development, all that good stuff. But it's like now I don't know the direction. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, like... I mean, on one hand, you're looking at, okay, we need to get rid of the front office and start from scratch, get the right people in, um, get the development going on. And then you bring in David Black. And it's like... What's the logic? Yeah. Like, what, the, what makes you say that David Blatt is the guy we need to bring in to fix the problem with the mix? I mean, with David Black on board, to be honest, that's more of an international guy. Uh, that's Steve Mills' boy, which is concerning. But I guess, you know what? The league is... Internationally, I feel like uh, basketball, you know, they're catching up. International players are catching up to the USA a little bit. You got Giannis over here, who's um, an MVP candidate. Gobert's over here, who's a defensive guy. He's like defensive player of the year. There's a lot of European players who are making big marks. Luka Doncic in his league. So to, right. to have an NBA team, you need a good international scout. It would be foolish not to have a good international scout to you know not bring players on. So, I mean, I don't know what yeah. scouting pedigree is. He's a respected coach. He's coached a lot of a, a lot of players overseas already. He's got a gold medal over there. So, he he, he might have some, it might help us. It sucks that it kind of indicates that Steve Mills is going to be here long term, but it might help us. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um as far as point guards go, I'm going to be honest, uh, I've been saying this for a minute. Um, I would rather trade um, Dennis Smith Jr. for Chris Dunn. And, of course, I don't come in here to shoot in it just to, you know, to have something to say for a high take. My reason is the same reason always. It's about style of play. You need a point guard that's more pass first, that's defensive oriented. Um, not always looking to get his shot off before he, you know, looks to set up the right plays and all that. So, I think somebody with a higher IQ, he's played four years in college. Um, he looked good, um, you know, from his first and uh, second season after the injury. I don't know what's happened, but maybe sometimes a change of, a change of scenery might do somebody some good. We've already seen, you know, again, um, Frank is, Frank is, is, you know, he's offensively challenged. Yeah. He has worked you know, yeah. and, and, and we're trying our best to, to be patient. Trading him immediately, I don't know if that's the right move, especially because it doesn't look like we're going to get equal value as far as where he was uh, trading, where he was picked. We're not going to get that kind of uh, 
We're not going to get that kind of value back. Chris Dunn from the so, Bulls, the dude who used to play from the Bulls. Huh? You talking about Chris Dunn who used to play for the Bulls? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, for DSJ, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I would, I'm not trading Frank. I would go. I'm quick to trade DSJ over, um, over Frank. Um, and if that's to get Chris Dunn, that's who I, you know, who I target. That's 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 an interesting. That's interesting. Chris Dunn is a little bit of a dog. Um, I like how he gets in the paint, but um, all right, we'll see. I, at this point, man, I, <laughs> I don't even. Know. I appreciate. I appreciate the call. I did, I, do, I kind of like this game. I, I need to do more research on it. I need to do more research on it, but I, from the, the flashes I remember of him, I kind of did like what I saw. I haven't really been keeping up with him lately, though. So I don't know what his deal is lately and why he's doing bad or, or things things of that nature. Yeah, and honestly, he's not even getting real playing time. Like, I think he just got inserted back into the into the lineup, into the rotation. Um the Knicks game when when uh, we played uh, Chicago, that was when you started seeing him coming back into the rotation. Okay. Thomas Sadaransky and um, Kobe White was eating the most of those minutes, so you really wasn't even seeing Chris Dunn on the floor. So, for me, again, like I said, style of play is the most important thing for me in this regard, because right now we're trying to establish an identity we need to start from every player. Every player needs to know their roles. We can't keep on you know, looking for the best player and it's like the best players or another four or something like that or, you know, another small four. Like, we gotta find specific guys, target their roles, and develop and cultivate that. Yeah, I feel You know, we're sitting here talking about, as some people are saying that RJ is a, is a, is a small forward. We don't need another small forward. We got too many of those already. Yeah. Yeah, not you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel you. And, yo, yeah, I feel you, and appreciate the call. Appreciate, definitely appreciate the call. Um, I'll say this: I, if I get another project in here like like that, I want somebody who has a certain pedigree. And when I say pedigree, I mean somebody who is going to hustle and play hard. If he have, if you give me a long athletic player who plays hard, they maybe needs to work on his shooting a little bit. I'm with it. You drop him, put him in the G League, do whatever, bring him up later, and see what he can do. But I need somebody who's tough mentally from the jump. And that's what I really want. Shouts to you. Good call from you. Um, next caller is Avery from New York. He wants to talk about Julius Randle. Yeah, what's up, man? Um, I just wanted to ask you, do you think we should trade Randle, or is it too early to trade him? Is it too early to trade him? I don't see us trading him, man. I don't see like to me any to me anybody is really tradable to me in my eyes. Like um, you have to blow me away though. Um, but with Randall, I would wait. I would wait a little bit. Um, he's still kind of young, and even if we're going to trade him this year, even if you're saying, "Hey, let's trade Randall this year," I would still wait until closer to the trade deadline. Only because I still believe that his value is going to go up with Alfred Payton running point guard and Mike Miller coaching. So I would, I would, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, I agree on that. I would definitely wait. On the flip side, though, I still do feel like he is 
still a young guy and he can get better as well. So I um and not to say that I've been super happy with what he's doing, but he does have a few good skill sets. So I mean, yeah, you could go ahead. Yeah, you put Randall. Let's say you put Randall on a team like the Clippers. He could be like a third scoring option. If he's like a third scoring option, I could see him be be efficient. Right. Like he's he just in my eyes, he just cannot be a number one option. If we put the right pieces around him, I think he could be a star. He could be third option. He could be a star. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just the way we're using him right now is not completely right, and it's kind of messing up his value. And like, I I, I don't know. He's gotten better in spaces. Uh, a coach is gonna have to stay on his ass to like hustle on defense, run back. But there there is some potential there, and he is still young. And as much as we kill him, and I kill him, and he he is talented. He is talented. <laughs> so. But um, as yeah, far he's as, but, still young. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, he's still young, and I feel like he could also develop his shot. Like he's still like what twenty three, twenty four. I give him time. I definitely give him time, and get shooters, get defenders. Like if we if we get shooters around him, mainly shooters, Randall could definitely be way more efficient. I could see him improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him improving too. I just don't see him as a number one option. Like I don't, I don't want to lean on him to score and take us, you know, over the hump in in clutch situations. Like I don't. That thought scares me because I still feel like he doesn't have, and I don't know. I don't know if that can be developed. I still don't feel like he has that basketball, that natural basketball IQ. You know what I mean? That can take you. Yeah. That can, like, to me, he still kind of panics. In certain situations, when the game gets tight, and I don't know if that's what I'm looking for from a lead from a leader, but he is talented though. So you know, <laughs> that's the thing with everyone on this team. In situations where teams are going to run late in the game, everybody sort of gets panicky. Yeah, and ball moving, ball moving stops, and that's what causes these turnovers. That's what causes that the causes. The, the terrible defense, you know? Yeah. That's what causes all of this. Absolutely. It's like everybody starts panicking. Like, just, just slow it down. Like, that's why, like, I want to play Alfred Payne. I want to play a guy like him late in the game who could, you know, who could be the floor general, who could slow down the offense. Like, yeah, he's yeah. the perfect guy to play late in the game. Yeah, and you break. And, thanks for the call, too. You seem like you're breaking up a little bit, but, but thanks for the call. Um, I don't, yeah, like I said before, I don't think, I don't see him being traded, though. That would be a big surprise. To, to trade him at this point, I just don't see it happening. He is still too young. He's 24. He was our main signing this offseason. So having him traded now just, just, just seems like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Unless you're getting some crazy top 10 lottery pick, which I don't see happening, then no, I don't see it. I don't, yeah. Randall, if I had to bet money, he's going to be here past the February trade deadline. All right, man. Yo. Yo, shout out to everybody watching. Above the rim, shout out to you, Chen. 
Chen, shout out to you, Jack Peters. Shout out to everybody watching on the KOT side. It's been a long night. The Knicks versus the Bucks. Bucks defeat the Knicks, but we still here talking it up with our Knicks fans. Shout out to everybody who's watching. I'm out of here though, man. If you want to check out the Nick and Tom show, the pile with me and my friends, you can definitely check that out I'm on YouTube right now. Head up to my YouTube channel and watch that latest episode. It was the 100th episode. I had a good time talking with my boys and my homegirl about basketball. You can find that pod on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeart. Just Google The Nick and Time Show. You can find all those stuff. Trust me. All right. Also, if you are a writer, you can come hit me up too. I have some nice writers. Shout out to Ken who wrote a nice article about the draft and the Knicks and getting more at bats and kind of almost like a little feel good article about where we are right now despite the losing. So shout out to Ken. And sh- thanks for everybody watching, man. Hit the thumbs up button on both channels. Nick of Time Show and Nick's Fan TV. If you have not subscribed to any of those channels, please subscribe. That is the end of our show. Thanks you for rocking with me, Craig Williams, Alex, John Talento, Sherwin, everybody watching, Delano, Shen. I appreciate you, you too, Shen. Steve Stark, the realtor. Shout out to you guys. Nick's Fan TV Day for holding it down with me all the time. Jack Peters. Shout out to everybody watching right now. I'm out of here. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.